The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We've got maybe the last huge fab bid of the season. We've got a lot of baseball to talk about. All coming up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Happy Sunday night, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Scott Jenstead, joined as always on Sunday nights by the wonderful Jeff Erickson. If you could please rate or review the podcast, we would greatly appreciate that. Also, uh, we enjoy if you have uh, if you're listening live, uh, make sure you could, uh, to say hi. Come leave a comment. Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcast, we also appreciate that too. Jeff, it's uh, we got about six and a half weeks left of the season. We're moving fast. How is everything uh, with you? Good. Good. Although, you know, a little star-crossed with some of, you know, the, the very good teams and hoping that we have some better results. But the, hey, everybody has problems, so you got to fight through it. Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm in a really good mood. Had a great trip with uh, Allie to go college hunting. Was trying to watch games, trying to follow as closely as I could. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not all the way caught up, but I'm mostly there. I, I you, you like switch over, make her drive when your closer takes the mound so you can watch that sort of thing. Uh, she did drive today while I put in fab bids. Same theory. That's uh, that's yeah. beautiful. I love that. That's that's good teamwork right there. Yes, yes. It's nice to have. Does she uh, understand what fab age. bidding is? Does this make does this stuff make any sense to her? She doesn't care. No, nope. I not not even curious. So okay. that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We all, you know, she did go to a game with me and uh, nice. on Thursday night we got, we did see the Padres and uh, yeah, it. it, it it was not the greatest game to take her to because the Padres had like three hits, which uh, and, and Hater melted down. So that was yeah. You have to specify which game that was. Thursday, the that's Thursday pretty, meltdown. That's pretty much every game now. Right? The 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 game before the game where he started to take a break from closing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, what uh, what college won the trip? Current leader in the clubhouse is University of San Diego USD. That campus is awesome. It, it's incredible. Did you go? Did you see the baseball field? Yes, awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool place. Uh, UCSD is second. Uh, I think Santa Clara is third. Uh, slows up there. Um, nice. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, Santa Cruz was really good. Um, it, it was is fantastic. But San Diego, I mean, what, a, what an amazing town. Yeah, I uh, got, I got into both uh, both those San Diego colleges and almost went to each of them, but did not. But uh, I love yeah. I love both places. Yeah, UCSD. Uh, you know we didn't have a guided tour. So it was kind of on our own. And when you, we approached it from the West, um, we kind of got confused where to park and didn't really start in the right place. We're like, Oh, this is so confusing. They're doing a lot of construction here. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Finally we found the right spot, 
walk out and all these buildings popped up that we didn't see before and like this all this like beautiful campus and then you walk around and it's more it, every it's like peeling a, a, another layer and yeah. seeing another layer of campus and oh the uh, the Geist Library is pretty like incredible. Um, just the the eucalyptus forest in the middle of the fort in, in the middle of the campus is pretty amazing too. And, and really, most importantly, Dad could park at her dorm and go play Tory Pines whenever he wanted to. There's that. Whenever I yeah, whenever I want to might be debatable because it's hard to get you know hard to get a tea you know, time. But you just uh, you could just yeah. use uh, use someone's ID down there and then jump on. You'd be all right. But no, that's yeah. a uh, a nice little uh, nice little walk over from the the campus over to Tory Pines. I actually parked there. We went to the U.S. Open and. Uh, yeah, I love that campus too. So. Yeah, it was awesome, very so let's, awesome. Let's jump into baseball. A busy weekend. The uh, there are a lot of there's some fun games tonight. That uh, that Mets Phillies game night was crazy. Um, as a as an Oakland A's fan, I was really happy for for Mark Canna. Two home runs in the last what three or four innings. Five RBIs. Nice bat flip. Um, that was a, that was a great back and forth game. Then Diaz came in. Actually gave up a run. The first run since like June or something like that. Uh, but that was a fun game. This uh, this this NL East is getting good. The Braves have closed within four games of the Mets. Would have been three if the Phillies had held on tonight with, before the David Robertson blown save. But uh, that's a division of just really good teams, too. Yeah, it is. Um, Phillies are breaking my heart right now. Um, you know, this is why you never brag about winning a, a fab bid uh, because uh, Sir Anthony yeah. Dominguez got hurt. And now he's on the IL and half our fab is gone. And now we have to go more, get more targeting ads. Got the save on Monday night. I'm like, Oh, this is gonna work out. I remember it's... I texted you on Monday. I'm like, oh, that's such a great bid. What a what a great way for that to start out. And just oh, it's such a bust. It's, a... it's gonna trot out some team of destiny stuff there. And destiny slapped us in the face real right. quick. But... At least like if he's bad, you could say, like, you know, we just got this one wrong. But like you now you feel like you got it right and just got burned. That's that's a that's a tough one. It's funny because when we when we texted about that, I I brought up Max Meyer, who was like my big bid in, in my Vegas main event. He he pitched what an inning and then got hurt. So those yeah. suck. Like if I'm going to be wrong, I want to be wrong because he's bad, not because he gets hurt. It's just, that's a bummer. Cause uh, I know you guys need saves. Yeah. Well, and at least he did give us one save, but you know, meanwhile, Kennedy blew a save against the giants yeah. and hasn't had a safe situation since, but the, Although, but then again, the diamondbacks had that one the day after and then none since. And Melanson gave up four runs in the one after that save. So at least that helped a little bit. Yeah. That was useful enough. Yeah. Uh, but then we got outbeat on outbid on like Pete Fairbanks today in that league. You know, it's like, you know, it, it, and, and it was by, my rival in the league, Kelly Uganski, who you got him from, beat us out on him too. Uh, Luis Garcia, we got outbid on, although I don't know if that how much he's going to close, but we did end up with Evan Phillips there. So All we'll right. See. So you're hoping for uh, Kate Kimball to walk a, a few more guys in the next couple outings. I was walk uh, the earth is what I'm really hoping for, but yeah. yeah. Well, there's that too. Grant Desme somewhere is agreeing with you, but um, no one's going to get that reference. Um, oh, no. Someone will get that reference. And all it takes is one person to get a reference, Scott. And I got it already. So well, one person good. besides you would be, a, be would be a win for me. So that's yeah, because if Chris Liss were listening, then he'd get it. But, you know, he doesn't <laughs> listen to anybody. So, you know, that's, that's um, fine. Yeah, I looked at the Dodgers. I just, I mean, every time they have a, even they ask Dave Roberts about it. He's like, Krimble's our guy. Of course, he's the guy. He threw the ball well tonight. And you're just like, all right, but. And he was so stubborn. He was always stubborn with Jansen, but it was never this sketchy. I don't think with Jansen. Although a couple of years ago, he's given a lot of home runs. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting. Uh, you know, uh, there you go. Paul Paul Spore got the got the reference. So uh, I feel mm -hmm. I feel better about it now. Thanks, Paul. Um, I love Paul, by the way. Uh, yes, but uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't sure. I mean, and Blake Trinan's gonna be back like the set the first week of September, and we've got uh, we've got Evan Phillips. So it's just one of those things. Like I just didn't know if they went Campbell, if they went committee. But I, I really like how I like Phillips the pitcher. So I think that. Um, you know, maybe they, you know, rest, uh, rest Kimball a little bit, try and get him right. Uh, I think it's a good, uh, good spec play at least. Who would you rather spec on Dodgers or Padres right now? That's a really good question. Um, 
probably the Padres just because they've actually like taken Hader out of the role for the time being. So you're maybe going to get a couple saves in there. Whereas, um, you know, Kimbrell's going to get the next save or the next two saves. I think he needs to blow a couple to get out of the job, but they just have so many guys there. I'd probably spec on Luis Garcia just because he got that one uh, before they made the trade and he got the one this weekend. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Garcia before I went Phillips or Trinan, but I, I'm not necessarily I'd love any of them. I, I think Dodgers for me. Okay. Because uh, I think Kimbrell's been bad all year. I, I, I hater has gone through a stretch and he's been, don't get me wrong. The amplitude of his badness is yeah. <laughs> through the, through the roof, but uh, I, I don't know if know, that's good was, or bad though. Kimbrell's been bad all year and they haven't even thought about making a move. Yeah. Except they did think they gave him a break from closing this weekend. I mean, yeah. that's like a start. It has to like start have, somewhere. Not like me have a break from pitching, but yeah, you're right. It, it could be, you know, this, the littlest crack could get there and Phillips is good. And, and I like Phillips, but um yeah, I, I think end up uh, probably neither one would probably be the answer to that, but I'd probably go Padres. But I, I, I mean, Phillips is the best pitcher of that group by far. He is. He is. Um, and who knows? I mean, I, I, I thought Sir Anthony Dominguez was the best pitcher available of all the pitchers last week. And he was. Yeah, he I mean, was, was for one day. Yeah. Once. That was a good bit. I mean, there's no yeah. way to, that's a good bit. It's just, it just, it just went really badly. But yeah. Um, you look at it, it's funny. We have races that are over, but both centrals are good races right now. The AL Central has three teams in the mix with the Twins, the Guardians, and uh, the White Sox. You have a, you got a favorite here. It's kind of like three teams that are just kind of okay. Nobody's over more than 10 games over 500. The Guardians are a, half, a game and a half again of the Twins, who are a game ahead of the White Sox. Uh, who do you think ends up uh, winning this division if you had to look uh, you know, six weeks out here? Man, I kept on saying the White Sox, but I mean, they got, there's so much bad juju with this team. Dude, Larus is a disaster. He, he, you see, he, he, I don't know if you saw you were gone. He intentionally walked at someone else. No, I saw it. And I, I mean, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, it was last night, right? And then, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Zimmerman like, sent me uh, a clip of the uh, the audio from the TV broadcast. And, they, you know, they're openly questioning uh, Larusa there, too. Right. And, you know, yeah, that, that they've, I mean, now I think that both of those guys are pretty solid guys. They're not total outright homers, anyhow. But, when you're questioning it like that, it, it it shows how much you've lost it. I mean, just one and two. It's one. Yeah. Hey, and Joe Sheehan wrote about it and talked about how Larusa just has he's doubled down on this like aggressively. So he just yeah. doesn't understand count dynamics at all, which is just. Yeah. I mean, all the last time fall. he was like he was like shocked to even ask the question. Right. He's like, do you know his average against righties or something like that? I'm like, yeah, but not with a one and two count. Like that's a way different than starting it at bat. I mean, just not introspective at all. Just won't even think about it. I mean, he thinks, well, he thought about it obviously, but he thought about it in his way, looked at it through his lens and stopped there. There was no intellectual rigor at all. And I assume it's past the point where the White Sox can, you know, stick some, stats guy next to him and, and advise him on stuff you, you see the clip of listen the, you see the clip of the fan yelling at him to pinch run adam england they put him in yeah i did see that that was a good i, I see that i don't know if he even heard him or anything but it was, it was really cool he's yelling at him all of a sudden yeah Lucas puts england second base i was yeah. cracking up oh and you know it's just so many bad things have happened robert can't stay healthy you know there's can't stay he can't stay healthy he can't stay not sick it's just been it's just in one thing after another with him yeah yeah the uh, the other central weirdly uh, flipped this week. Uh, the 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 Brewers and Cardinals have been really close all year. Cardinals I uh, gained four games over the last uh, ten games. They've won seven games in a row. Um, I don't know if it's me, but every time I look at a box score, it seems like Arnado and Goldschmidt both homer every night. Those guys have or pools, yeah, yeah. Or, or pools. It's five in a week, which is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, the Brewers haven't recovered from the trade deadline. Yeah, and Although I hate I mean, to be narrative street here, but. 
because Hater obviously has been pretty damn bad since right. he's going to San Diego, but it wrecked the team. You know, it really wrecked a lot of the the player. At least it wrecked the clubhouse. Now, whether that translates to on field performance, you can argue. But I mean, they've blown games late with their current cast of characters. Now, Rogers got a save today. Finally, you know, too late for did, did you did you bench Rogers already or cut uh, him already I, or I cut him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's what. Or I whenever, whenever they, whenever the trade was made, I cut him. But Saturday, Devin Williams blew it. You know, yeah. when Devin Williams is blowing games, you know that's a problem. Especially when Devin Williams is the one that was vocally irritated the most by the yeah. trade. Yeah, he gave like a three minute interview, and he just seemed pissed off the whole time. Yeah. How big of a Christian Yelich problem do you think Milwaukee has at some point here? Um, that is big. a. I think his contract goes to like twenty twenty nine or something like that. Yeah, I mean. It, it's it's really bad. <laughs> now, didn't did he homer today or was it yesterday that he homered? No, he didn't even play today. Um, he only had one at bat today. He had that long home run earlier in the week, and he actually made a joke about it on uh, online. That was on Tuesday. I yeah, think. he's slugging three seventy five. Oh my yeah. gosh! No, it's it's really bad. I mean, he's got he's got nine home runs. Yeah, at least he has sixteen stolen bases. The the, the running has come back sixty for seventeen on the base pass. But he does, and fantasy wise, that helps a lot. But when you're paying the guy $26 million in 2028, I'm not sure you care about 18 stolen bases. No, no, not at all. It's uh, it, it's weird. I mean, his, his barrel rate's down. His hard hit's still pretty good. Um, you know, the strikeout rate is you know down from that weird 2020 at least, but still higher than his MVP type years. Um, there's just no pop, and you wonder a little bit if it, the happy fun ball was pretty big for him. I wonder a lot bit. Yeah, because he, he had 44 in 2019. 36 in 2018, never hit over 22 in any other season. You know, there is always the rumors going around that they, the Brewers, before defla- uh, Trash Can Gate happened, that the <laughs> Brewers also had a home field camera advantage. Oh. And, you know, remember they took away all, like, the ability to go to the video room in the middle of games. You could, you know, in the 2026, we- you know, the, the, the 60 game season, you know, Yelich really started a slump, and they attribute a lot of that because he couldn't study video between at bats. Well, right. that's maybe a euphemism. Maybe he they, he knew what was coming. Maybe there's something to that there. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, you, and you're going to pay someone that much. You're going to need to, you need some power, especially when he's your your uh, cornerstone guy right there. Uh, yeah. Jeff, question in the chat for you. Uh, someone has uh, Justin Steele, Nick Pavetta, and Rowan Wick in a uh, in a league. Uh, Way saves fifty five to forty five in the standings. Any feeling on starting one? Uh, my feeling there, I'll just take it first, is I would go with Rowan Wick because they have eight games this week, the Cubs do, and I'm using a closer anytime you got eight games. Yeah, Pavetta pitched tonight, right? So yeah. he's only getting one. And Steele has one at Milwaukee. Yeah. Steele's, uh, been, awesome. Steele's been really good. Yeah, he uh, has. They didn't get any support after the fact today. That's right. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have a closer and we have eight games, I'm just gonna throw them out there. There's just so many, so many chances for saves. I gotta use them in that spot. I, I tend to agree with that there. That's uh, that's a good segue into the schedule this week. Let's take a look at uh, at week twenty one here. Uh, crazy, we're flying through the season here. Uh, we do have two teams with eight games. We have the Cubs, we just mentioned, and the Cardinals. They play five games uh, the first four games of the week. Then the Cubs have three at Milwaukee, and St. Louis has three home against the Braves. But uh, any, especially in the NFBC, these Cubs and Cardinals guy five games this first uh, half week is really big. Yeah, um, I, I think so. Uh, you know, it's huge for the Cardinals. They can almost put their foot to the, you know, on, yeah. they put their foot on the pedal here. They could finish off the, the, the division here. Probably not, but because, you know, variants happen still. But No, but Milwaukee, Milwaukee's at the Dodgers to start the week too. So they could yeah. certainly start to put a little bit of a stranglehold on it. 
Yep. Brewers get six games this week, three at the Dodgers, three at home against the Cubs, which we've, as we've seen, that is not, that is not a sure thing at all. Uh, yeah. Even the Dodgers even hit Sandy Alcantara. Like they're actually, they're, I think they're uh, actually pretty good. Yeah. I only have Sandy in uh, one particular league. Uh, it's a keeper league. I've, that's an L I got to take this. Uh, even despite today, it's an L I got to take. Cause I thought he was going too early. I thought, you know, late second, early third, I thought was too soon. Uh, I'm wrong. I've been wrong about that. I have him in a keeper league or two, but nothing in redraft this year. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have him either. I thought it was a little too early too, and I'm. I was just wrong there. Also, he's been obviously awesome. But uh, Tony Gonsolin passed him for the RA lead today. Yes, he did. Yes, Things he did. you did not expect to hear in the middle of August when we, when the season started. No. Uh, some other good offensive schedules before we jump into some fab talk. Um, Philly's got a really good schedule. You talked about uh, you talked about the the Phillies earlier. Uh, they have uh, seven home games this week: four against Cincinnati, three against uh, the Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, this is a week where the the Phillies should score a ton of runs. Yeah, um, our Reds are, are probably going to give it up. They got an opener tomorrow. Sessa is opening, and he's what, been incessantly bad. What's funny is David Bell said he's not. They're trying to like stretch him out a little bit. It sounds like. Uh. That, that's even worse. That's, you shouldn't have told me that. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. This is this is uh, Jeff getting back from a college tour, not being up on things there. By the way, no, so. it was just a, it was just a quick report. Like I, I looked at it too, and I'm like, oh, I, I can't pick up Sessie's probably an opener. And they said he wouldn't. They weren't calling him that. He's not fully stretched out, so I'm guessing he's going to throw like three innings. Or he threw two innings in his last outing on the 15th, uh, right. so he's been off for a full week. Yeah. So you get you're probably going to get. They're not going to give you an opener, but you're probably going to get three innings out of the guy. You're going to get incessant run scoring. Yes, uh, <laughs> probably a lot of that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Phillies have a really good schedule. The Mets have a good schedule too. They're two at the Yankees and then four home against Colorado. Um, the Yankees finally uh, got a couple of wins later this week. They had the Josh Donaldson Grand Slam. They had the, the Benintendi uh, huge bomb today, but uh, that's a team that's still really struggling. It's like five of the last 20. I mean, yeah, that's, that's. I think it's worst record since the All Star break in all of baseball. Yeah. Which is hard to do because the A's are still a franchise in the majors. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it from the stands, but apparently they do. They do play baseball. Hey, one, two out of three from the Mariners this weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, hey, that's uh, that's got to be able to uh, it, it, that that that's got to hurt for the Mariners there, too. That, that's I mean, the main thing is like Mariners are in the mix. and they, they, You can't be losing two out of three to the A's. Right. Is just, uh, they're they're guys, still the last wild card, though. But yeah. Jay, uh, JP Sears pitched twice well this week for the A's. Got Great two wins. Two stepper. Yep. For people that picked him up, I think he gave up one run in each start. Um, I don't know, though, Jeff. It's uh, it, it's a much regret that I picked him up because my drop for JP Sears was Kyle Finnegan, who got three saves. Oh, I've been hearing from you all week on that. Yeah, but we picked him back I, up in one of our I actually like put a lot of thought into dropping Finnegan last week. He had yep. pitched four straight games where he pitched once in the eighth and three times in the seventh inning. It's not like he was even – close it was like carl edwards after him every time seventh seventh eighth seventh and i was like all right well clearly he's not the guy they're not using that way they're mixing and matching and this week he comes in like as a pure closer in three times and then that's actually won three games in a week too it was uh saves in my worst pitching category that uh that might be a drop that i think about for a long time yeah yeah Although i don't i don't know if i would have started him so maybe not but uh it's honestly i was rooting crazy. against him on thursday night just for you uh, I, I appreciate that. that the solidarity yeah. means a lot to me the damage uh, that drop will be uh, is left in its wake. There is just awful, but uh, it's. Uh, oh, I finally got that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you, you, you spent a long time getting around to that one. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I had to. I couldn't just like, dude, Finnegan's wake. <laughs> you know, I had to kind of spin it out some way there. 
I don't know which way was better, which way was worse, to be honest. Yeah, um, give me give me time. I'll come up with another one that you'll hate. Other uh, other good schedules. The White Sox are really nice this week. Uh, who knows how they're going to be playing for them? It seems like those guys banged up, but they are at KC, three at Baltimore, three home against Arizona. That should be a, that should be a good week if you have uh, White Sox players or want to pick any of them up. Uh, I, I do yep. like their set this week. Yeah. Do you definitely. like the uh, Do you like the Little League uh, classic game they play at Williamsport each year? Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was driving home tonight, but it's fine i think it's really cool if you were there yeah i think it, it's, I mean, it's really cool for the kids sit, and their families yeah. these kids who you know, probably don't go to a lot of games especially the international ones get to sit 10 feet away from major league game i thought it was, i think it's pretty cool yeah i think it's pretty cool i i'm yeah you know you, you have it uh games at other you know field of dreams you have yeah. you have like you're gonna go back to london next year yeah sure why not and it's one game. I, th- I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. They did a lot of uh, a lot of guys mic'd up, and it was uh, there was some there was some pretty good stuff in there. So it was uh, it was a fun uh, it was a fun watch. Um, the other team I like this week. I like Tampa this week. Uh, we're gonna talk about some of them in our pickups. But uh, four against the Angels, three against Boston. They face four lefties this week. So if you know you can kind of play some platoons there. Um, I, I think Tampa scores a lot of runs this week too. Yeah. Sneakily enough, the the Rays have tied the Jays now for second in the AL East, despite having no one. They I mean, do it. it they do it every damn time too. It's like, oh, I'm like, look at the lines. I'm like, oh, the Rays are bad again this year. And you look up like they're in second place. It's just, it, it's, it's incredible magic. Yeah. So there's a three-way tie for the wild card right now. Right. And yeah. Cause yeah. Cause the Mariners are 10 games yes. over 502. But uh, all of them, all of them are in right now, but there right. are, there are the, the three teams that are in are all tied, which is pretty wild. And the twins and, and the Orioles are two and a half back and the white Sox are three and a half. And that's kind of the extent of who's there. Unless you want to bring in the red Sox at six back. Right, which we're not going to do. But with that, uh, with that series we'll win, the A's that. A's are only twenty one out of the wild card, though. So that's uh, just you, one twenty game win streak, Jeff. They might be right there. Dare to dream. Dare to it dream. It was uh, twenty year anniversary of the twenty game win streak right now, too. Yeah, not the worst team in baseball, though. Somehow. Oh, did they, did they pass the Nats? Oh, by a they're four games ahead, of, four and a half oh. games ahead of the Nats wow. right now. On fire right now. I Nats they... are forty one and eighty two. Oof. And that's despite a good weekend this weekend in San Diego. Well, they took two out of four. They split them. That's a good weekend, Jeff. When you're when you're 41 and 82, that's a good weekend. Indeed, it is. They are minus 209 on the run differential. That is a bonkers number. Yeah, it is. According to ESPN, they're less to less than 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's... Uh, so let, let's jump into uh into Fab. There was a lot of names this week. Uh, but first, a note from our sponsors, the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Thank you for indulging us there. Jeff, let's jump into starters first. I think we've uh, we've buried the lead of uh, this week in uh, in fantasy baseball already. Uh, let's start with starting pitchers. The the big uh, big name out there was Dustin May with the Dodgers, um, especially in NFBC leagues uh, where uh, he was not available yet. He unless he could get drafted, and he didn't draft it anywhere because we didn't know when he was going to play. He was he was owned in zero percent right. of the main events, I believe zero percent of the twelve teamers. If it was twelve teamers, there might have been a few out there, but he's available in almost every league. He got picked up in a ton of places. Uh, if you need a starter, this was absolutely the last like big name potential sud starter was out there. Um, I know you guys are short on money, so you probably did not do any Dustin May. But how do you feel about him as someone? Uh, you know, if you needed pitching or you had money, that, that you should use all the end of your the end of your, uh, your absolutely yeah. empty. You know, uh, you know, it's six weeks. Yeah, wait, five more weeks of Fab, right? Five more weeks of Fab is correct. Yeah, I would, I was, I would pare it down to like having ten to fifteen bucks left. It's just that impactful. I think if you need, if unless you're like in first place in wins in your league or something like that, something crazy like that. Um, which I actually do have a lead that applies that, but you know, you, yeah, you should, you should empty the, empty the wallet for him. I'm wrong. Six more weeks of fab after this week. Six weeks of fab. Cause there's, the, there's that last half week. Okay. The season ends on October 5th. So because of the, I think mean, cause of the strike stuff or the lockout stuff earlier this year. Yeah. I did not come. I only came close to adding May in one league and I didn't even come that close, but I could have had him in yogurt. Um, he only went for 28 in yogurt. Wow. Yet, Eduardo Rodriguez in the same league went for 133. That is curious. It was curious. Uh, but the guy got, is- got the guy they got Erod's thumping me in the league. So I, I, I got that, you know, Brad Coleman uh, from Baseball HQ is smoking us in this league. Actually, he's in second in the league, but he's 42nd overall. Dylan White's in first, and he's really crushing it. So I got to give Dylan some credit there. Some credit's due. I'm, I'm so thoroughly mediocre in that league. That's the one league I could have gotten May. Every, everywhere else, he went for more than I had. He went for he went went for one fifty more one fifty four in my yogurt league. Um, so I got him in two places. I got him in the online championship for one seventy seven. Uh, I felt pretty good with the backup of nineteen. Mm-hmm. Fantastic there. But then I got him in the I got him in the uh, the Vegas main event, and it was interesting. I actually spent a lot of time looking at for the first time this year, really looking at who what other money people had, 
Not only okay. that, but what they needed. So I took it to I looked at all the teams that were around me in money, and like four of the five didn't need pitching. Like they had over 60 points in pitching. So I thought maybe I had a chance based on the fact that if you got 150 bucks, last thing you want to do is go 140 bucks for someone when you need hitting. So there was right. a team in last place that had been super active the last couple weeks. So I they had a lot of money, and I figured, you know, I'm not even gonna think about them because they want to outbid me, they're gonna outbid me. Uh, right. They actually didn't. They they got David Peterson instead. But I won uh, I won May in that league for ninety four, which I kind of came up with the fact that I had about one hundred forty left. There's a lot of people with like one hundred and ten to one hundred fifty, and I didn't think that um, I didn't think anybody that didn't need pitching was going to go that heavy. But uh, I didn't want to also go down to like twenty bucks, so I left myself with I think forty eight or forty five or something like that, which is lower than I want to be at this point. But I thought May was worth it considering I have a good offense and need pitching badly. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like that you do, you got Machiavelli in there. Uh, I really I, rare, I rarely do it, but I really did, and I, I had to I had to just be okay with throwing that last place team out, knowing if he went two hundred bucks, he wins and it's over. And I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna lose too much sleep over that. And he had been really active lately, which kind of freaked me out because I looked at the last couple of weeks he'd been he had been he was the high bidder on multiple guys last last couple. Is weeks. Is that one I, of the talking heads in your league? Is it one of the non talkers in your league? It is someone that I don't know, so I guess okay. we're gonna go non talking head. All right. All right. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not going to make you throw him under the bus because. No, I mean, he, he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he's, he's just been using his money. He's been very active lately. No, just uh, throwing him under the last place bus. That's all. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. you can look we, up. Those. We don't you have can... to name names. I thought it might have been a name, but it uh... is. It is not a name, but it's. Uh, yeah. No, there's no. Uh, I'm not throwing him in the last place, but I mean, you can look up the standings if you want. But uh, no, I don't think of somebody that I know. I don't recognize the name. Off so the you still have 42 bucks left. Not bad. I have. Is that what I have? Did you look? I have forty-two left. Yeah. Paul Paul Sepp told me who's oh, there you yeah, go. one of the talking heads in your league. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have forty-two bucks, which is you know I like to have. I usually say fifty to seventy-five on September first, but I thought that uh, going under for for May was worth it. Uh, if it works, it's great. If he doesn't, you know, he doesn't pitch well, it's great. But I thought it was the last like significant upside arm that, that's going to be available this year. Yeah. Yep. And if you spent more on Dustin May than you needed to, but you got the guy you really needed to get. Yeah. That's fine. Like and Sarah that, said that she spent 251, but she had three other people that had a lot of money. Um, you know what? She got the right, she got the best available player for the rest of the way. Yeah. That, and my, that's what you have to do. And on the same point, my 177 and 19 and online, I had a bunch of money. I he was the last guy that I have no problem winning that. I knew yeah. I took I took a number where only one other team could outbid me at all, and I figured they weren't going to. It's the last big move I was gonna make. I had a bunch of money. There's no, I mean, I'm not gonna take 300 bucks with me to the in the fab grave, so might as well might as well use it. And I wasn't even worried about the backup bid in that league. Yep, that's right. This in the main event I was because I was really trying to work out where the where the comfort zone was. The backup bid was 85. I obviously don't know who that was, but I'm sure it was one of the teams that I that I looked at closely. So um I was a little lucky in that the teams that had the money didn't need pitching and probably didn't want to uh didn't want to do very much, but um, it was interesting, interesting way to bid a week of bids. I saw the price were in the main event was between 50 and 240 with most of them over most of them over triple. I say 75% of the leagues where the, the bids were in the triple triple digits. Yeah. Um, and you're still doing, I mean, you're, you're, you're still, uh, you're winning that league still. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm last in K's. My ratios are bad. My wins are bad. So I just, I need starting pitching. It's just, I, I have to do it. I don't, I don't need offense at all. Unbelievable. You're in first place in that league and you have 32 pitching points. That just, that just cracks me up. It's but, uh, it's when, when Trevor Rogers is your SP one, there are, there are problems <laughs> to be had. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, but, I got, I tried to drop him this week again and I got outbid on players. So I didn't actually. I've had that happen in a couple of leagues with uh, certain guys. You just uh, can't get rid of. They're just like fine. there to taunt you. Hey, he's still here. And then, Oh, he's pitching. He's making rehab starts. Like he said, he gives up five runs in AAA and two innings. I'm like, great. I'm glad. I'm glad that I yeah. wasn't able to get rid of this maddening. But 
Uh, the next guy I had, I had listed here was Edward Rodriguez. You mentioned earlier when you're talking about uh, your TGFBI league, um, he was only 42% rostered in, in 12s. And today's start was obviously a big, uh, yep. big, a big spot for him to see how much you're going to bid. He looked, he looked really good today. He threw out uh, five innings, uh, no earned runs. He'd have three walks, four hits, five strikeouts, but he kind of looked like the, the old Erod and threw five innings. So I think uh, if you needed somebody, he seemed to be the, the pretty easy second guy after May. Yep. You know, lefties against angels are a cheat code still they're just they're so bad against lefties even with trout back they're so bad um you know i i just uh you know you know and you know i i used uh i used like someone really sketch about a couple of weeks ago in dfs just because i'm like i'm doing that and it worked uh and i wish i my recalls pretty off tonight but uh yeah just jeffrey springs used tomorrow uh should be a good start against them yeah. Um, later in the week, McClanahan, oh, though, you're going to use him anyhow. So that's the only two lefties that face the, uh, angels this week, but it should be like a little sneaky, like a little code. If you can ever find a pickup there, if you're looking for a cheap guy later on in the season, total tangent here, but you mentioned the Tigers. Does Austin Meadows have a guaranteed job next year? If he's healthy, like, where are we with the, it's just, it's been a mess of a season. He's hurt. And he had, he had to come off his rehab this week. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. I mean, clearly we need to know more information. Yeah, but the guy's zero home runs and zero steals in 150 plate appearances. That is not Austin Meadows, no matter no. what vari- variation of Meadows well, you're talking Well, if you have vertigo, I imagine yeah. those two things are running and hitting are affected by that. So, especially hitting major league pitching. And some, you know, Nick Asaski never recovered from vertigo. Yeah. Uh, so, it, Glenn, Glenn it, Davis had that too, right? The Astros I first think baseman? So. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a sad one because, I mean, it was, after 2019, it looked like one of the new stars in this league. Oh boy, someone's taking shots at Mike the Mouth. I don't want to be responsible for that. Oh well, come on, put a name on it. It's all right. Paul <laughs> doesn't mind. He'll take that. Let him face that heat. Um, you know, Mike the Mouth tweeted out earlier, blamed experts for him drafting Eduardo Rodriguez. So that's that was pretty funny. I assumed um, he shut off the podcast as soon as Eduardo Rodriguez's name came up anyway. So we're probably all right. Yeah. Uh, next guy I was looking at, uh, Carlos Carrasco is out for three to four weeks. Uh, not good on my team that needs pitching, by the way. Carlos Carrasco is like my best pitcher in that league. Um, so Justin May, uh, you know, pretty much replaces him. But David Peterson will take over uh, his spot in the Metro. Rotation, obviously pitching for a really, really good team. Uh, numbers have been good so far this year. Uh, 83 innings, 3-4-4 ERA, 1-3 whip, a little high there. The walks are a little high with Peterson. He's like 11% walk guy, but 27% strikeout. That's taking a step up each year. Um, he's someone I think is uh, is pretty workable in a 15-team league and might even be workable in a 12-teamer if he if he keeps his job. Yeah, he might. Um, I, I, yeah, it's just Peterson, they, they kind of like just jerk him up and down and around. It's really weird uh, how yeah. they treat him there. But, uh, yeah, home start against the Rockies. That's been a good code. Lefties home against the Rockies are yep. usually a pretty good thing. And then the Nats, yeah, these are those are two really nice starts. I, I definitely looked at the schedule before I was putting bids on him. I actually got outbid on him. The, the team, the previously mentioned team in last place, uh, put their money in for him instead of Dustin May. So I guess I'm happy about that, but I would like to get both guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anybody else you were looking at? Uh, I looked at uh, Drew Smiley and online. He's been pitching pretty well lately. He has two starts this week, but one is against St. Louis and a lefty against Arenado and Goldschmidt kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh, either At least Tyler O'Neill's an easy out, but the other guys are good. And then at Milwaukee's, you know, not as bad as it used to be, but still not a start I'm super fired up about, but not too scared of that one. Um, Austin Voth, who we talked about last week, Peter Shakey actually asked him a question about him here. He's home against the White Sox and at Houston. He's been pitching well. He kind of apparently he adopted some analytics recently and been changing how he's pitching. But man, I see at Houston anytime and I just get a little freaked out. Yeah. And White Sox, I mean, who knows with them? They're yeah. so weird. Uh, but that one's at least at home in Baltimore, which is a yeah. pitcher's park. So 
I did not rock the vote, uh, but I could see the I could see the merits. I just you know at Houston. I mean, one thing we got to talk about a little bit is uh, is uh, Jordan Alvarez. Uh, yeah. He's speaking of scary stuff going on with him too, and yeah, it's and like, it was weird on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it seems like there's always something lately with him. That's the thing that kind of gets me concerned about for next season, not he for did, the rest of the season. He did play today, so that was mm-hmm. a good sign. But it sounds, I mean, he sounded like he had shortness of breath on Friday, and mm-hmm. but it was weird because he went in the in the clubhouse, and all of a sudden there was an ENT like came running across from the. I forget who the other team was, but the other team's dugout into the into their into their like runway down there, and I was like, something here. You, you you think something's really wrong when the EMT comes running over like that? But right, um, I don't know. I don't Braves. know if he yeah. it was the Braves. Yeah, okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I don't. It was it was a strange situation. Obviously, he went to get checked out. Y'all, everything checked out normally. Played today had a couple of hits, but yeah, you're right. This always seems there's a, there's something, but it seems like they dodged a bullet with this one. I don't. I mean, it kind of sounds like he just. I, don't, I can't diagnose anything, but it just sounds like he got kind of a kind of like an anxiety or panic situation. Or something. But keep in mind, he's had two instances of COVID, right? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so it could be actual physical breathing issue too. You, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, that it might be something related. To that. You know, I'm just playing idiot idiot speculator from my chair here, but no, it's I speculate about everything. So I'll go to yeah, that too. yeah, it was uh, it was strange, but yeah, something to watch. And good thing he played today, so obviously you know you put him in your fantasy lineup. But yeah, it was a little that was definitely concerning. Uh, someone asked in the chat if you would drop Rowan Wick for Rollis Chapman or Luis Garcia on the Padres. I would not, Jeff. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I, Chapman's a mess right now. Yeah, I don't uh, know. You know, I don't know what, thought he was fixed, and he comes yeah. in, he walks the ballpark again. Yeah. I don't know who gets the next save. I don't know. It's Lou Torino got the save today, right? Or they got the win. I think they they brought him in late. Was it? He get the save. He got the save, right? I am not knowing. Um, Pretty sure that Torino got the save today. Um, I could be wrong though, but I I, I just don't I'll look it up while we're talking. They liked it. It, it was actually uh, yeah. No, Torino got the win because they scored. They scored late, and he pitched the ninth, but he pitched part of the eighth also. That's why he pitched. Yeah, two and Efros has a sore shoulder now too. Which Torino pitched two and a third today, Jeff. The dude's doing yeoman's work right there. Well, I I did see. I think it was uh, it was. Um, moving MLB moving averages. John uh, was talking about, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, they're going to fix him because of his pitch mix. Um, that, that, that was like, they should go get true, you know, and yeah, maybe for, at least for today, he's, he's pretty right. Who get, who the hell gets the next save there? I mean, he pitched two innings today, so yeah, it's not true. You know, he threw 32 pitches. 32 pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have no, I don't know what the answer to that question is. I, I guess it's maybe Chapman, but I don't think they trust him in a one run lead right now either. Right, and they get two games against the Mets. I mean, you know that that at least that won't be a tense there or anything. So, in regards to your question, though, uh, we held Clay Holmes because oh, okay. of the Chapman setback. Basically, yeah. you know, Holmes. It was kind of like one of those let's get him fixed sort of injuries. I, I at least that's the way I interpreted it. There, right, wasn't quite full uh, Kikuchi'd, but uh, it was on that sort of path. I feel like so. I think he'll come back in a shorter order. Um, I don't think it'll be anything much more than 15. Yeah. And he's already throwing this weekend. Uh, Holmes is. And I think he'll be back in the mix again. Let's hope he gets better, fixed better than, than Kikuchi did. Kikuchi had like a three-start little window there where you got something out of him. And then and it just the slammed shut. He's done. Luckily, I dropped him after the first one. I didn't stay for the second one. But uh, it was bad again. Then he went to the bullpen. So that one is uh, that one is done. But uh, what about relief pitchers? We kind of hit a little bit early on where we talked about the Dodgers and the Padres. Um, we talked about Phillips and Trinan and kind of the Padres situation. I think we both think if you're going to pick someone, the Padres, probably Luis Garcia. 
We talked about Kyle Finnegan, a gigantic UG for me in, in, in fantasy this week. But does there anybody actually else? picked him up in my Vegas main, by the way. Uh, how much did you get him for? Because uh, some weasel out, outbid me because they knew that I dropped him. They wanted to punish me for my for my, the way, some my weasel. ways. Was it Paul? Or, you know. No, it was uh, it was actually Scott Wagoner, who's a really very good player. He is a good player. Yeah. Really good player. Uh, good dude. But uh, he punished me for my mistake, and I, I deserved it. 24 to 16. Oh, my bid would have won in that league. He went for 73 in mine. Oh. I'm telling you, people want to punish me. It was, uh, it was deserved. I earned it. I deserved the punishment, and it was, uh, it was a mistake. And I will never say I don't make mistakes, but that was, that was definitely one. Yeah, uh, I can, I hear you on that. Uh, looking at to see the, you know, so I'm trying to find any. You know, we threw a dollar at Jack Flirty, didn't? We, uh, but that and was only. I threw, I threw six buck at him. I got a bid seven to six. I was bummed about that one. That's I think gross. that. Uh, he looked really good as, as we have outing today, and I was hoping no one was going to see that. Um, he had seven strikeouts in four innings. Um, I really wanted to kind of slide him through. I was, I couldn't. It was the league, the Vegas man. I couldn't bid too much on it because there was always the chance that I was going to get May. So I was like, it was the second bid. So I had him higher in my league where I, the bid I got May, but then I once I got May, went down to the lower one, and mm-hmm. I lost I think six to six. But I, uh, I think that's a good spec too. I mean, if he he hasn't been good all year, but he hasn't been right all year either. And if he's finally right, you, you may get some good starts out of him down the stretch. Yeah. Well, and I, that was, he was below my Finnegan bid. So now I got to see if did anybody actually get Flaherty? Yeah. Somebody got him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Posma, of course. Duh. Of course. <laughs> 12 to 11. He wins them too. Perfect bid. Of course. Yeah. Although he's, Posma is not winning that league. That league is being won by Matty Wood still. Oh, Matty Wood still winning. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so he, Matty Wood, Toby made some ground up on him. For about a nanosecond this week, we were tied for second in that league. Now we're in fourth again. Uh, but uh, at least we're fighting. And to Paul asking the question, yes, I bid six on Flaherty. Sounds like he did too and also lost the bid. So there were three people that bid six bucks on Flaherty in our league. That's brutal. Is, uh, That's that brutal. Is, that is pretty wild. Uh, you mentioned uh, Fairbanks earlier. Did you anything with the, the Tampa guys? I mean, Jason Adam has two saves this week. I think Fairbanks had one or two. Uh, it's always a frustrating exercise, but it seems like maybe those two guys are the, the two that get them right now. So maybe it's less of a committee and more of a 50 50 kind of split pretty much yeah that's kind of the way i'm looking at it jason adams awesome yeah he is he is he's got a one he's got a 0.62 whip with a 33 percent strikeout and a 5.6 percent walk rate this is somebody i never even heard of last year he's 31 he's 31 years old had kind of had a few cups of coffee with the with toronto the cubs maybe the and the royals and now he's just absolutely dealing for the braves out of the bullpen it's incredible what they do it's bonkers. They and they do they do this all the time. They find guys like Kittredge was I think maybe he was part of their own organization. But look at like Jeffrey Springs. He was yep. you know just someone to toss to the side. You know uh, you know all this talk about you know in in the case of the Willie Adams trade to the Brewers, which was very good. But Rasmussen came over uh, to yeah. the Rays in that deal, and he's been pretty great. darn good too. Yeah. Yeah, so let's uh, let's any of the relievers you think are good specs right now. I'm I'm looking for saves in a couple leagues. I lost uh, I lost Bednar. I lost Taylor Rogers. Is there anybody you like that uh, you think might be a little bit sneaky right now? Because I'm really not seeing it at the moment, dude. If I knew, I would be rostering him in my yeah. main, uh, my I figured, online I main. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. I mean, like I said, we got Evan Phillips, and we'll see. I mean, he's a really good pitcher. The one guy I kind of like, and I'm looking here, but is is definitely behind. I kind of like Dylan Flora a little bit in Miami. I know that uh, Tanner Scott's been okay, but I do like Flora a little bit. But, I mean, you're talking about a bad team, and he's not the guy right now. So there's, just, I, there's not a lot of interesting specs at the moment. Yeah, and he's not even that good of a pitcher. Uh, there's a guy I kind of like, but uh, in San Diego, 
but he's not one of the top two guys right now. You know, Martinez actually got the save today. Oh my goodness. Yep. Um, ugh. um, but, uh, you know, I'm blanking. Give me one second. You know, Morahan or Suarez? Uh, Morahan. Okay. Uh, yeah. Morahan is just that guy. Just every time I watch him, I'm like, that guy is good. Yeah. He's going to, you know, I want to see more out of him. Uh, he's, he's coming back from an injury, obviously. He was a, yeah. he was a starter a couple years or last year, a couple years ago with them. I remember he got called up. Yeah. He made two starts last year, but yeah. it's more opens or short-term starts. But so since coming back from his arm injury, 17 to three K to walk in 19 innings, he throws like close to hundred miles an hour too. He's, he's someone that I, uh, I, I'm, you know, put a pin on him for the future, but you know, haters obviously going to be there next, you know, haters got one more year left. So right. They're going to do everything they in, can to restore in, that in the majors, Jeff, or in the minors mm, pipe down. Uh, I, I hope he figures it out. I love watching Josh Hader pitch. So I just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, yes, there are, there is a history of pitchers just absolutely losing it, but I think, I often. think he throws two scoreless innings. He's back closing games. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's all over the place right now. He all does, over the place. Yeah. He's like, and not only uh, just walking guys, but he's getting up hits when he's not walking guys too. Well, it's not like it's one or the other. It's both Thursday. So Thursday, he comes into the game with two guys on, they left Darvish in one inning too long. And he gave up like this little blue pit. There's two guys on base. And I'm like, oh, you know, I have Darvish in a couple of places. And I just okay. love Darvish. I think he's fun to watch. Hater hadn't pitched in nine days. And they brought him into that. He hadn't pitched in nine days. Because wow. they he doesn't want get work outings. Okay. He only wants what things are on, on the line. Um, he got ahead of uh, Voight. And then hit him, uh, hit him with this awful pitch. Like it bounced... I just said like that. Yeah. 57 feet uh, foot pitch there, hit him in the back foot. I mean, he was trying to throw a back foot slider and he was literal about it, unfortunately. And then he wasn't close against Nelson Cruz. Four pitches to walk a run in. I'm like, uh, and then the sack fly, both the Darvishes and Heritage guys come in. Haters ERA actually went down that game, but it was just a joke. And it's that kind of thing, though. It's the hit my pitch, then a walk, then you get up the one hit. Same to you, Chapman. Chapman came in the other night. Had the ghost run in second, but walked two guys. And then he gives up a kind of a stupid little, uh, you know, base hit down the line that turns into a triple, but it was like not that hard hit. And it was a good pitch. When you put two guys on base, you should get yourself in so much trouble. Yeah. And as funny as that, the ability to not put guys on base is valued a lot in like old school baseball uh, and by announcers, but the ability to draw that said walk isn't trumpeted. Like, yeah. you know, you know, it, it, it wasn't money ball and all that, obviously. But even today, though, you, you always hear like, He's hitting 250. No, he's on base 350. Yeah. You know, that that's you know, that's what this thing's. Uh Case Alazar is asking about the Padres and why they're slipping. And they're not hitting. That's they're the not big hit, thing. they're not hitting at all. Every they time I look not up hitting. They play I put the compadres in this week. I'm like, oh, they're facing the Nats. They're gonna score eight runs a game this week. And every time I looked up, it was two to one in the sixth. It's like every time. Thursday's game, I have to say, I love going to a ball game. It was a sellout. Love Petco. It's kind of a dull game. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I, I was. Really I remember turning it on. I'm like, oh, kind of a boring game. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's it's. There wasn't even like they were getting robbed by the ballpark. It was just, uh, they're just bad at bats. Um, the only you know, you know who was you know Hassan Kim was grinding out at bats. He looked actually pretty good. I like I like Hassan Kim. Machado hit a hit a rocket out of there for their one run, but you know Soto was struggling in that game a little bit. I think he drew one walk. Uh, Trent Grisham was going back doing Trent Grisham things again out of the leadoff spot. Uh, Drury's under a big slump right now. They just, they, they got a lot of guys slumping all at the same time. They had a four game home series against the nationals. They scored eight runs. Yeah. Against that the is, nationals. 
really, really, really hard to do. Yeah, I mean, Annabelle Sanchez was your starter on Thursday, and they had three. Count is that, them, his, three is that his kid or the, his kid or the same guy? <laughs> exactly. Damn, I can't believe he's still. I saw Aaron Sanchez might make some starts this week too. We're getting all kinds of throwbacks. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. And the Padres won the last two games. They won them both two to one. I mean, Manaya had stepped up. He's been really rough, but he's he stepped up pretty nicely today. They needed it badly, but. Yeah. You're right. It, it, Josh Bell hit a two-run home run. Soto hit a home run on Saturday night. Otherwise, they I mean, they were in big trouble. But they, they're just not hitting. You're right. But yeah. Uh, speaking of hitting, let's get into the hitters on Fab. But first, a note from our sponsors at Caesars. The weather is heating up, and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who's at least 21 years old in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code of ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives New Year's a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com slash sportsbook or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. And don't forget to use the promo code ROTO15 when signing up. So, Jeff, just because I can, I'm going to start with an A's player when we talk about Fab this week. Uh, the A's called up Shea Langoliers. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're, I think, their number one offensive prospect. He was the, like the, he was a top 40 prospect in most lists I saw when they, when the A's made the Matt Olson trade and got him. He's been hitting really well in AAA. They called him up. It seems like he's going to either catch or DH most days. Obviously, they have uh, Sean Murphy, so he won't catch every day. But I think he's going to play every day. I don't, they're going to call him up to sit him. Had a nice day today. He was he's striking out a little bit much. Don't get me wrong. He's at like forty five percent, but that's a uh, you know we're talking about twenty plate appearances. But uh, had three yeah. hits today. Uh, had a home run in his first game, I believe, and has four RBIs already through two five games. Uh, from a first eye test, first kind of time too. It looks like he can hit. He had nineteen home runs in AAA. Um, most importantly, Jeff, in our league, he's a catcher. Yeah. Absolutely. I picked him up in Vegas, Maine. Uh, nice. Won five to four on that one. So uh, I was uh, outbid, outbid 13 to 12. So I'm oh. upset with you right now. Oh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, and I had to, it was replacing Jan Gomes, who I so cleverly picked up in, for that eventual Wilson Contreras trade right? that never happened. I mean, happened. they hugged in the dugout. They had to be trading him. Yeah. Hug, hug equals trade. Yeah. Um, I, I was told that. Uh, but you know what? And, and Contreras, by the way, I love seeing him like hit walk offs and going nuts for his team after yeah. after not getting traded. No bitterness there. He just he's still just, all in on the Cubs. They should just love sign him. him. Sign him a long term deal. Keep him there. Just still can. All it still can. It should right now. It's just yeah. he clearly likes to be there. The fans love him. Like you get, it's hard to find situations like that. Just sign the dude. Yeah, I'm sure you reasonable minds can come to, to come to an agreement. But uh, anyhow, so he places Legolier replaces Gomes, so yep. that, that works out. And I agree. I think it's either going to be splitting, uh, you know, they'll be splitting time between, you know, you know, DH and catcher. And I've got Murphy in the other main, so I want them both to play. Three homer week this week Sean too. Murphy he had a, is he had awesome. a huge he's week. a good I human like being. Yeah, yeah. He hits the ball hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that he's DHing. I mean, you want that because normally guys who catch a bunch, they have to sit a day. Um, I imagine he's going to DH a bunch. I think he's a really nice ad, and he was he was my I, I haven't been on a catcher in a while, and he was uh, obviously after the South Perez debacle. But other than that, um, I definitely wanted uh, I definitely wanted uh, Langoliers this week. I think that's going to be a really nice ad for people. Set in a fifteen teamer, second catcher is really really rough. Um, I have Jacob Stalling, so I know the, I feel the pain. But uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, he was on our list of guys to pick up in place yeah. of Gomes. So. I, I picked him. <laughs> there you go. I picked him up last week for a guy who I loved early on was raking early. I was Danny Jansen, who just not playing very much when he plays is not doing anything. I finally had to drop right. him. Well, I've got Christian Vasquez, and he's been killed since the trade of the Astros. Yeah, so I can't drop him though because. They all like throwing to Maldonado too, right? So it's just a tough, a tough situation. Got to throw to Machete. Yeah. Okay. Great. Throw to Machete. And and the thing about Maldonado is he does hit home runs, so he hits like nothing or homer. And at least there's some utility in that. But yeah, yeah. I I, I should have picked up Langoliers. Yeah. 
Maybe I could have picked up Langoliers instead of Vasquez, but I don't know. That that that's kind of sketch. I don't know. Uh that's close. I'd probably go Langoliers just because of playing time, but I wouldn't I wouldn't argue hard on that one. Yeah, it's that moment's passed now. So we'll move on. All right. On. Well, you know, doesn't mean we can't talk about it anyway. Yes, we can. Yeah, uh sure. there's some there's some other rookie call-ups uh, th- this week. It was not just Langoliers. Um I'm gonna mess this up. Is it Brett Beatty or Brett Beatty? I think it's Beatty, but okay. uh, and so we're going to go with that because Red uh, Beatty was called up by the Mets with uh, Eduardo Escobar on the IL. Um, his, uh, he's a 22 year old uh, first round pick in 2019. Uh, he's, he's been great in Double A this year. He came. Uh, he only had a quick stop in Triple A, but had 22 or 19 home runs in Double A. Hit 312. Uh, so good batting average guy. Strikes out a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, you know OBP was over 400 at Double A. Uh, he had a home run in his first first swing, first major league swing on. I think it was Wednesday night, which which is a cool moment. Um, do you think A? Do you think he stays up? And B? Do you think they play him every day if he stays up? How do you kind of feel on Beatty in, in your in your free agent bidding? I think it's tough with the Mets, yeah. um, just because I mean they 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 have that built in depth. It's purposeful depth, you know that they you know they they added Eduardo I mean Eduardo Eduardo Escobar in part to add some some of that depth. They added in the you know. More in the like Darren Ruff, Tyler Naquin, they can do all these pinch hitting sort of things. And even to that point today, Sanchez came in for Beatty late as defense defensively. Beatty struck out three times, so that probably had something to do with it too. Uh, yeah, he's, he's actually kind of struggling a little bit. Homer in his first at bat, I was like, yeah, all right, you know, this kid's ready, let's go. Yeah, maybe not, but we'll see. We've said some rough things about the Tigers lineup uh, earlier in, on the podcast, but they called up Kerry uh, Carpenter. He's at a uh... Yeah, he played eight games. Uh, a big, a big home run guy in the minors. He had tw- thirty home runs in the minors. I think he led the minors when when they got called up. Uh, eight at twenty two in Double A and eight in Triple A. Uh, while hitting over three hundred, he had a he had a twelve percent strikeout rate in Triple A and one hundred thirty eight plate appearances. Like we don't That's see a lot good. of guys like that that hit all these home runs. They always come with big strikeout rates. He was twenty seven percent in Double A. So it was weird. Like I don't know if he just a small sample, but he, he seemed like he changed his approach. His walk rate doubled in Triple A too. So he really took some steps up. Um, as I looked more at this guy, I think there's uh, I, I, I could squint a little bit and see some interesting. He had two home runs uh, in his first week in the majors. I, I kind of like this as a bat to see what we got in the, uh, the last six weeks here. For sure. Um, I got Squadoosh in AL Tout Wars, and one of the guys I was bidding on was Carpenter, and I got outbid on him. And frankly, I was surprised and disappointed pretty badly by this one. Here. How, I is, I uh, how, is it, how are you in the mix in AL Tout Wars? How are you there? I uh, just dropped from second to third. I, oh, you know, so in the mix, that's good. Yeah, but Doug Dennis has been solidly ahead of us for a good while, and now I got passed by Mike Podhorzer, who got uh, Luis Castillo, uh, uh, and I got Eric Hosmer at the trade deadline. Well, the, yeah. a, the, a's, the A's beat Luis Castillo too to help you out there today. Yeah, that's true. Well, he finally was facing a non-elite starter, at least perceptive, uh, percept, perceived uh, elite starter. So he probably let his guard down a little bit. Never let your guard down against RAs, though. That's damn right. Tony Kemp will uh, bite up, will jump up and bite you at any, at any point. Uh, is Eric Hosmer even playing in Boston? I guess he plays against righties a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was my price. He just started against righties. I thought they were going to play him a lot to see what they had, you know, and let him exude some veteranness. It seemed all he did was just destroy any chance that Bobby Dalbach had of playing regularly the rest of the way. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, because Dahlbeck's pretty much done playing every day. Uh, what about uh, another young guy that uh, that showed some promise in the minors? Uh, Stone Garrett, fantastic name. Uh, Twenty eight home runs in AAA so far this year, and four hundred forty plate appearances for the uh, for the Diamondbacks uh, AAA affiliate. Twenty four percent strikeout right? He got called up to. Uh, it seems like the Diamondbacks are going youth movement here, which is which is good to see. Although he's twenty six, but uh, were you any interest in the in the power hitting Stone Garrett? 
Uh, I probably should have been a little bit more. No. Um, the Diamondbacks elude me a lot. Uh, like I was late to the party on Jake McCarthy. I like Jake McCarthy. I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah. they, you know, I, I didn't get, you know, they, they've got, I didn't get any Alec Thomas, not for lack of trying, but I didn't get any of him. He didn't, I guess he didn't play today. He's, uh, uh he's been struggling. Yeah, he has. Uh, McCarthy was betting eight today. Don't like that. The yeah, one Alec, diamond back Alec, Alec Thomas 228 in July, 227 in August with two home runs total. It's been it's been a rough uh he started out pretty well. It's been really rough since then. Yeah. I do have some Josh Rojas in my life. He's and that's good. a guy I think yeah. that you know, if you're, you're going to look up and see, at the end of the season and say, "Wow, he did that." You know, it's not like he's blowing you away like like slugging percentage, 416 slug after today, but Seven homers and 17 stolen bases. As I say, I would have lost a lot of money betting the over-under on his stolen bases without looking. There's no way I would have thought he had 17. Yeah, only because I had rostered him. And I held him. Remember, he was hurt. He had the oblique injury to start the season. And that was like, do you stash for five, six weeks? It is Josh Rojas, after all. So he's an argument in favor of stashing. 17 for 18 on the pass. Very successful as well. So you got to like seeing that. We were talking about Petco. That Nelson Cruz home run in Petco today was freaking insane. That was a bomb. Nice. I, I love, I, I'm appreciating every Nelson Cruz home run because I don't know how many more we're going to get, but uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been fun. Uh, any other names here? Uh, yeah, I, we talked about Christian Arroyo last week. I like him again. He had another good week. He's playing every day for the Red Sox. He's mm-hmm. eligible at second, short, and outfield. Really, uh, he, he he's one of the guys they had mic'd up today. He was actually he was actually pretty good on the mic, but just really solid and playing every day. I think in a, any kind of 15 teamer, he's definitely rosterable. I think he should be he should be rostered everywhere. And even a 12-teamer, like for that, you know, you'd be able to get that middle middle infielder and the outfielder together. I think he's usable there too. Yeah, I think so too. Jake Fraley was available in one of my mains, the online main. He's been, he's uh, been warm I, too. I have him in the Vegas main. Stay hot, Jake Fraley. He's yeah. he was like everything today. Home runs, stolen base, you know, some crooked numbers in that line. Yeah, he, uh, he had four runs scored. That's wild. Yeah. Uh Isaac Paredes is who we actually picked up. A little bit of Donaldson insurance in case he has to miss. Uh, if he's not in the lineup Monday, we'll go with Paredes yeah, instead. He's got a stomachache. You got to get in the lineup, Josh. Yeah, or or don't. And it's only two. You know, it's then he only plays two games, and I'll use Paredes. Yep. You know, just, no, I uh, where I have Donaldson, I made sure I had another third baseman also. Other guys uh, we are looking at bidding. C.J. Abrams playing every day now for the Nats. Not uh, well though. Eh, give it time. Mark Canna, yeah. uh, Chaz McCormick playing pretty well I like, right yeah, now. Yeah, I like that one too. Paul Spore's alter ego is back, is back and he's play, better than ever. Uh, now, those are some of the guys that were listed on our bids. There was a couple others. I think uh, Carpenter was on that list too. Um, yeah, the guy who's interesting to me right now a little bit is Bryson Stott in Philadelphia. He was about 50% owned in the 12 teamers. Yep. Been really, it seemed like he changed his approach. He was like striking out 30% of the, 30% of the time earlier in this year. Uh, I think he's down to like 17% in, in, in August. He was not even under that in July, hitting really well in August. I think he finally, maybe after the ups and downs, and, and he's maybe figured something out here. And I think he's, uh, he's hit 317 in August with uh, you know, no home runs um, and two stolen bases. Maybe you don't get a ton of power, but I think he's usable in a 15-teamer. Second yeah. short eligibility, I think he'll uh, – 50 tier for sure in a 12 run. I think he's a, he's a good backup middle infielder too. Oh, I'd agree with that. Uh, I like, I like that call. Uh, Josh Johnson asked, you like, like Lars Newtbar. Uh, I think he homered again today, uh, seventh on the year. Uh, my concern is like when Yepes comes back, how much playing time is uh Newtbar going to get to play? Um, I, I think that's, that's part of it there. Uh, and of course, now they got to find room for the red hot Albert Pujols. Uh, and I'm not even joking, but Newbar did bat lead off today. Uh, and you know what? 
he's actually not and he's a real life not bad 363 obp yeah. 450 slug yeah i do kind of like him yeah my only concern on him was the playing time because you're not getting a ton of power or speed but i think as long as he's playing every day yeah. in that lineup it's really good uh how hard do you think the cardinals are going to try and get pools of 700 home runs i mean they, they keep pulling away i mean if he if as long as he's hitting, I mean, you well, might as well like, try, yeah. right? He had five, he had, it was it was done. There was no way he's getting there. He had five this week, so now it's back in the conversation. Yeah, it is. Uh, pinch hit today. They gave him a chance. Uh, I mean, he's not even. You know, his line is not that bad this year. Uh, it's oh, actually a, legit he, good. Eight fifty eight OPS. He's hitting four forty since the All Star break. That's nuts. Good for him. <laughs> Six ninety two yeah, now. I mean, I thought when they signed him, it was kind of a gimmick, and it was hurting the team, taking away playing time, but. It's not, uh, doubly wrong. I would. Uh, I'd like to see him pass a rod. Yeah. What's what? Fine. What number is a rod at? Six ninety six. So he's four behind a rod. There's only three guys ever with seven hundred. Um, a rod yeah. was four short. So Pool says is fifth all time right now, which is pretty wild when you think about. But um, it, it is. I think it'd be fun to see him get to four. Obviously, he's not going to get to. He's not going to get to three. He can't pass. He's not going to pass uh, Ruth, Aaron, or Bonds. But. Uh, be fun to see him uh, see him pass the a rod at least uh last guy i want to ask you about in hitters uh corbin carroll is the number one prospect on a lot of lists uh uh james anderson's list that uh, i think he had a list that came out today that he, he had him number one there's been a lot of rumors of him getting called up obviously doesn't work in an nfbc league but a lot of people play a lot of different kinds of leagues mm-hmm. um if corbin carroll's available in your league i think uh, in, in it's not a keeper league because obviously a keeper league he would have been long gone um i think you need to you going to go pick him up uh pretty much right now because if he gets any kind of september call up um, dude has 21 home runs, 30 stolen bases, number one prospect. It's something that can make a difference in September. And the general manager straight up said he's going to get the call. Straight up said it, yeah. And we don't know when, but if he's saying that, it's got to be pretty soon, right? Yeah, and he was hurt for a while earlier. But yeah, I, I think this is a no-brainer to go. Uh, if, you, if you've got any sort of league where you can pick him up, do so. Are you going to Yahoo Friends of Family right now to check his? I might be. <laughs> Did you see me looking inside here a little bit? Yeah. I was like, Jeff, come on. Am I a little slow on the draw? Are you already there? I am not. It's, it's all you if you want it. All right. You're kinda, you're like in third place in that league. Yeah, I'm hanging around. Whoever's leading, I forget who it is, is just so far ahead. It's it's got like it's got a 25 point lead or something like that. It's Ryan Boyer, I think. Right? Oh, is it okay? Yeah, I forgot. I forget who it was, but it's so whoever's leading is, is really doing a great job. Boyer's, Carol's Boyer's available, so up. yeah, why not? I have nothing yeah. to lose in that league. Might as well pick him up. Oh, that's a good. I like that's a smart pickup. Yeah. If you hadn't done it, I would have done it. Yeah. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez can go. Well, uh, here's the the thing is like it's tough. I got to find someone who's on my bench. Yeah, I hate some of the rules here. I don't. I don't like that rule. I think you should be able to drop somebody. Like you should be able to go the next day and drop someone no matter what. Right. As long as you should be able to just count it towards the next day. So at 1201, I'm going to go pick up Corbin Carroll. Yeah, we'll, we'll race. <laughs> or someone who's got like a guy that's droppable. You know what? I dropped Lance Lynn. You can go have Lance Lynn. That's oh, fine. Fantastic. Let me go pick up Lance Lynn. I picked up Trevor Rogers and put him on the IL. It was, uh, that, it was, that, a, was that was former. That, twice you can, that was on my team, too. A wizard move right there. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, a few news and notes. Uh, we mentioned Sir Anthony Dominguez on the IL with the right triceps tendonitis. Uh, George Springer is a, a tough case here. He just he just come off the IL. He went five for five on Thursday, and then he missed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with knee soreness. Like this has been a frustrating. Like when he's been in there, he's been fine and hit, and he leads off, but he just misses so many games. Yeah, he does. Uh, and he said he's not going to be 100 percent the rest of the way either. And I hear rumor has it they've told me this before that Toronto plays on this. It's not grass. I think it's called astroturf. 
yep. or field turf or whatever variation of turf. It's an artificial surface. And I hear that that's not good for your knees. Yeah, so it's not great. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, he had that five-hit game. He didn't play on Friday. I'm like, oh, maybe he'll be fine. But like, you hate to take someone like that out. But then yeah. it seems like he never just misses one game. They do uh, they do not play tomorrow. So you, you have to figure out if you have somebody else that doesn't play tomorrow, you can kind of uh, hold back also. They play three at Boston this week and then home against the Angels. But uh, you don't want to miss those week from offenses. But it's hard to play someone you just don't think going to play. Uh, we mentioned Jordan Alvarez. He returned today after leaving Friday's game early. It seems like he checked out okay. But something, something, something to monitor there. Uh, Tyler Malley, we talked about last week. He went. The, he actually officially went in the aisle with shoulder inflammation. It mm-hmm. sounds like they don't think it's major. He's going to be back on September second, but still a good note to know that he's not going to be pitching in the next uh, ten days or so here. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, we haven't really talked about him much this year because he hasn't got any hits all year, but uh, <laughs> he's been really bad. And he actually went in the aisle this week with a knee strain. Any place I had him, um, I just flat dropped him. I know it's not serious; only supposed to miss a couple of weeks, but. Uh, when you got three home runs, you're hitting 203 at this point of the year. I can go ahead and uh, jettison you from my squad without much uh, without much problem. Yeah, uh, it's just it's remarkable. Three home runs, three. His uh, his hard hit rate is down 15 percent, and his barrel rate's down um, from 13 percent to five percent. He is a completely different hitter right now. It's not just some bad luck. He's just been really really bad and very very different than he was last year. Kind of broken, right? Yeah, now. it feels uh, it feels that way. Maybe he just kind of like- a good metaphor for the White Sox season. That is true. It's been a shame. Uh, since we always have a Bryce Harper update, just so you can go ahead and download all his BP footage, uh, he's going on a rehab assignment next week. He'll be back September 1st-ish, it sounds like. So either the series before that or the series after that, depending on the rehab goes. But uh, we're down to a mere uh, single digits, probably single-digit number of days probably on your on, on Harper coming back. So I did retweet that video was, uh, that so you guys were ripping me about. And fair, because I did say I wouldn't watch it. I actually yep. didn't watch it. I was doing the show, and I just retweeted it. Like, hey, there it is. It was beautiful, uh, though. It was just so great that someone – Brian Slack was, caught me on uh, that. It was yeah. a Slack. Of course it was Slack. It was Slack's Slack. Fast, that, yeah. That's awesome. I laughed. Um, Jose Altuve uh, on my main event team, a little concerning. He was out sat Sunday with a short shoulder. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's a Sunday, May second day off. I read a story that – He's had, it's apparently been lingering for almost a month in his shoulder. So uh, I'm concerned about that just because they have such a big lead. I wonder how much they push him in September, and that's not good. Yeah, uh, it's not good at all. Um, and yeah, this is the point where you start, you know, like intimately the details of the players, yeah. like Eloy on and off, on and mm-hmm. off. You know, he, he got hurt Friday, then played Saturday as a DH, but only got two at bats. Like, okay, got rained out today. So we'll find out a little bit more about that one. But, no, you, you get you, you're acutely aware of the issues facing your team. That uh, that rain out sucked, by the way. Uh, yeah, it did. Dylan it did. Cease and uh, Aaron Savali are on each of my main event teams, and uh, or ones on one, ones on the other, and that would be their two step weeks just went bye bye. At least they'll they'll throw it twice next week. It's not that big a deal, but I was looking yeah, forward, I was looking forward to that game. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you do. You, you are hyper aware of the things that are going on there. Taiwan Walker for me is one that I'm watching because I list a two step out of him. I got two innings this week. I, I had Carrasco same thing. I was like, really Monday we get two innings. Then I got to sit and watch him line up the whole rest of the way. Uh, I oh, and my reward is he gets to face the Yankees. By the way, um, oh, well, at, at is, Yankee is that Stadium. A, is that a bad thing? Uh, yeah, it is. And then still, still scares me despite the insanely bad offense they had last like three weeks. But and instead of next week getting a home start against the uh, Rockies, he gets no. home against, I mean, at the Yankees and the next week, Hey, two steps, but guess what? The first one's home against the Dodgers. Oh, and he like hurt himself covering first or something, right? Didn't he hurt himself? It was like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it was terrible. So yes, I'm complaining. I, I'm belly aching about that one with my considerable belly. So there you go. Uh, Wander Franco pulled off his rehab assignment, lingering mm. soreness to his wrist. That is not a good one, Jeff. That sounds like uh, it is not healed and he's not ready to go. My Tatis stash replacement stash. 
Um, and now I'm going to have to uh, keep them kept them, but next week we'll drop them. Yeah. That's uh, that's been a spot for risks for you. It's just been the same over and over. Yeah. And I had gotten religion about it too. That's the thing that kicks me. I'm kicking myself about. Yeah. Did I miss one there? No. Okay. You were just saying, all right. No, no. I was like, I was like losing my religion. REM. How does this fit in the mix here? I was trying to, no, no, like trying to think of references when they're not there now. I've got you so in a shell now. You're you're like spotting references that aren't there around every corner. I'm seeing, I'm seeing ghosts. It's me and Mark Sanchez. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Josh Donald. No, it wasn't Sanchez. That was uh, Darnold. Oh, Sam Darnold. I thought uh, Darnold was one seeing ghosts. uh, Jets quarterback. Same thing. Yeah. Um, Josh Donaldson, you mentioned missed the weekend with a stomach ailment. I imagine he'll be he'll be good, be good pretty quick. But they play the Mets tomorrow. Definitely check that lineup. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, who we didn't hear from for a long time, he's going to rehab assignment. Likely to return on Thursday, so uh, you know probably can't play him the first half of the week. We can play him the second half of the week. Uh, Braxton Garrett, a guy that I really liked in Miami, had been pitching really well. Right oblique strain, likely done for the entire season, so he's a drop there. But uh, that's a bummer because I actually liked I liked what I'd seen from Garrett. They uh, yeah, me too. Seems like Marlins pitchers they just have a lot of trouble staying healthy aside from Sandy. Yeah, they do. They do. Did you mention Shohei yet? I did not. So he left with uh, he was like had a stomach flu or something today, right? Yeah, and the tires got to him a little bit, and so yeah, he did not. He just not, did not look right all day. Yeah, and he came out of both parts of the lineup, both pitching and hitting. It's funny because this was the first two-start week it had all year, too. Of course. I mean, it doesn't matter in the baseball scheme, but just calendar scheme this is the first time he had done it. So a lot of people use him as a pitcher this week, and he had that, uh, like, two home runs, six RBI game on, on Friday, of course. It's the way it works. But I uh, did not – I have not used him as a pitcher once in yogurt. I've used him – I haven't even thought about it. I've, I've just used him as a hitter every single time. Maybe I should think, but I haven't yeah, even I mean, he's been. Yeah, he's it. obviously been great as a pitcher. I mean, it depends what you need, too. If you're, you're stacked and hitting and you need some yeah. pitching, it works that way. It's just – the flexibility is nice. But – just funny that they finally had a two-start week and he ended up leaving early. Yeah. Um, Luke Voigt, you mentioned earlier uh, when you were talking about the uh, the Padres-Nats game, missed the weekend with back spasms. He played Thursday night when you were there and then missed Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Corey Knable, done for the season, uh, tearing his right shoulder capsule. I assume everybody had dropped him by now, but if not, go ahead and drop him. Um, that's kind of it. Uh, Nate Ivaldi not pitching on Tuesday with a shoulder and neck issue. So if you're planning on starting him this week, uh, pretty much got to bench him. He's been really bad lately. It seems like he's just not right, not right physically at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, he isn't. And uh, yeah, he, he's had some of the worst outings this year too. Yeah. Uh, he just, that torching against the blue Jays. I remember. Yeah. It's been, it's been rough lately, but uh, I think that's about it. The only guy I want to ask you about uh, someone that we talked about a bunch last season and he was, uh, he was terrible last season. He had two eighteen with five home runs. Uh, Andres Jimenez moved up big time in drafts oh. last year was bad. The dude has been awesome this year and kind of quietly awesome. He made the all-star game, but Hitting 309, 14 home runs, 16 stolen bases, 58 runs driven in. Uh, hard hit rates up 8%. Strikeout rates down 5%. Um, I was someone who I kept looking at him like, he doesn't hit the ball hard ever. He doesn't do anything well. I don't know why people are picking him up aside from some stolen bases. Uh, he's been fantastic this year and a huge, huge boon to anybody who got him. And it was, it was late in draft this year. Yeah, he was. This is exact. He, this is what the guy, what everybody who drafted him last year yep. thought he was. And, you know, if you, if you believe in the, he owes me method. Then you got him. Yeah. Um, I I don't have him in any of my leagues. None. I don't even think yeah. I have him in a, like a best ball. I, I, I don't think I have him in a DC. I don't think I have him anywhere. I had him in friends and family, and I think that's the only place I have him. But uh, I yeah. I faded him last year. It was a win. I didn't take him again this year. Definitely a loss. He's been really really good. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Speaking of guys who are starting to come on a little bit, uh, I, I'd like Alec Bohm to have a lot more uh, two home runs, six RBI games the rest of the way. That would be really nice. I remember you get him in the Vegas main. 
Yeah, and I actually picked him up in my other main, so I haven't been both mains. I picked he got oh, dropped nice. in that main. I picked him up. Um, he's been uh, he was he's he was really good in July, a little bit quiet in August, but still hitting 307 in the second half. He only has a, now he has four home runs. He's not a big home run hitter, but uh, I do like what I see. Him. The most important thing for me with him is he's hitting third every day for the Phillies. Like that's a really nice spot behind behind Schwarber and Hoskins, and obviously Castillo's behind him, and Harper will mix in there somewhere. Um, he's gone from like. My concern is he's hitting seventh every day, and the fielding's bad. So now he's hitting third every day, no matter what. I think it's uh, it's really nice for his counting stats. Yeah, it is. I'd like to keep up because he's uh, he's an important one for me. So uh, it's always nice. It's funny because you, you we always talk about oh they, they scored twelve runs. I clicked in the box score. My guy was over five. It's always a good feeling when they score seven runs. Your guys are driven in six of them. That's always that. that it, it's a beautiful doesn't happen very often. It seems like, but boy, is it uh, is it nice? Uh, someone in the chat at, chat asked when Corbin Carroll's ETA was. I don't think we know yet, but as Jeff mentioned. The GM did say he's coming up, so I imagine he wouldn't say that unless it was it was fairly soon. I would guess September first. There is some roster expansion. It's not. Is the there? I always roster. forget how it is. You like, get to add like two or three more players. Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a pretty good guess then. It might be sooner if they have an injury, but yeah. yeah. yeah someone else mentioned Austin Riley creeping up in the MVP hype. Uh, that's definitely true. I'm just afraid that Paul Goldschmidt keeps pulling away in the MVP hype. Yeah, I mean there is that. Especially um, with the Cardinals pulling away the division. I mean, Goldschmidt's got, what, 100, 100 RBIs, uh, 31 home runs, 87 runs, hitting 340. It's just ridiculous. Is the, is the crazy part of that whole sentence. I mean, he's uh, his highest average ever in a year was 321. And that was uh, that was 2015 when he might have won the MVP. One of those years he won the MVP. He's hit 340 right now. Yeah. So. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We do always appreciate it. Always, whether you're listening to us live, whether you're watching us live, whether you're listening to us in the audio version, we greatly appreciate all of that. Uh, Jeff is, uh, if you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jenstead. Other than that, I hope everybody has a really good fantasy week. We'll be back at you next Sunday night. Hope everybody has a good one and take care.